Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5pm UK time, on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. Hmm, what day is it? Saturday, Saturday 30th of... March 30th of March. 30th of March? 30th of March? Oh my god. Brexit was yesterday. 30th of March. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, um, quick. Uh, Russia, open the window. Open the window. What's what's happening? Okay. okay. Um, everything's still there. Still got the trees and the grass. That's all fine. Okay. Um, hang on. I'll, just, I'll get the news up on my phone. Um, BBC. Um... Okay, well, everything seems to be fine. What's going on? What's what's happening? Why is everything so normal? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember now, because Brexit didn't actually happen yesterday. Yeah, it's all fine. Don't worry. All good. It's Saturday. It's 3 o'clock. Now, live from London, Alec Feldman. Sun out, weekend on, radio blasting, what more could you want? Hi, it's Alec Feldman. Welcome along, here till five. Playing your marshmallow, Church is here with me. Harvey told you so in there as well. Hi, how are you? Are you good? I am. I'm very good. I have returned to my homeland of the South. That that always makes you feel feel good. When you're, you're back, back in the fold, back in um, the hood, as they say. And that's all very nice. And I'm quite pleased that, you know, the world hasn't ended, like I said before. If you were listening to Wizard Radio Station yesterday at three o'clock, you will have heard uh, my weekly mixtape show. This is a good show. If you haven't heard it yet, I mean, I know it's my show and I'm saying it's a good show, but it is a good show. You should check it out. Friday, three to four, an hour of throwback tunes chosen by me. I record them quite a few weeks in advance. So as far as I was aware, yesterday was Brexit Day. So yesterday... On Wizard Radio Station, we broadcast a Brexit special of the weekly mixtape, despite the fact that Brexit did not happen yesterday. I know, isn't isn't pre-recorded radio great? And I was like, well, okay, if I was really on it, I could have changed this and re-recorded it, but I don't want to. I have no intention of doing that, so I hope you enjoyed. You can get it on um, Wizard Repeats, I think, if you want to hear the not Brexit day Brexit special of the weekly mixtape. But here we are, and I'm live today, so I know that, you know, Brexit is fine, and, well, fine's an understatement, whatever. Stop talking about Brexit, nobody cares. If you're fed up of hearing about Brexit, ten past four today, I have some relief for you. A bit of Brexit therapy 
just to help you unwind if it's stressing you out, if it's annoying you, if you're fed up of it. We'll have a bit of a chilled few minutes at about 10 past four to escape all the Brexit-related madness. Um, also on today's show, um, I want to have a go at a group of people. I do this from time to time because I, I'm just a hate-filled person, I suppose. Um, this week, I want to have a go at people that are obsessed with interior design. I'll explain why in about 10 minutes. Also, Animals in Unexpected Places, a game that I played last night and tonight is going to be a big moment in my life. Something is happening for the first time ever. I need some advice and some tips so you can help me out after four o'clock and all the usual stuff. Six second guide is on. Connect four is on at uh, 10 to five as well. And that's how the show's looking. Plus this hour, I play you Ellie Golding. I play some Khalid, Billy Eilish and Jonas Brothers is on next. Before all that, before all that, come on. Let's let's get down to business and I'll tell you some valuable life lessons that I've learned this week. This week I learned. This week I learned. Visits from your friends are a lot easier when they bring a sleeping bag. I talked about this last week. I had a friend visit. We shared the bed for the night. Nobody had a nice sleep. It just wasn't pleasant. It wasn't comfortable. And everyone sort of just pretends that it's like great, like, oh yeah, we'll share, fine, happy days. Had another friend visit this week. I know, two in two weeks, madness. And before Andy messaged me, he was like, so should I bring a sleeping bag? And I was like, you know what? I really respect you asking. Yes, yes, you should. I'm glad we're on the same page. It's never enjoyable for anyone when you have to share a bed and top and tail it. So I respect you so much for asking that. And yes, yes, you should. And my friend brought a sleeping bag. I got my bed. He got the floor. Did I feel guilty? No, not really, because we both had a good night's sleep. So visits from your friends are a lot easier when they bring a sleeping bag. Don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Lesson number one. Lesson number two. This week, I learned that there is a non-confrontational way to reclaim your reserved seat on the train. I think I've spoken probably quite a long time ago now about the difficulties of getting the train a lot. Because sometimes you'll get on, you'll have your reserved seat, and then you'll get to your seat, and someone else will be sat there. And then what do you do? You're going to have to go, uh, uh, excuse me, sorry, uh, I think you're in my seat. And then it's just awkward, and they glare at you. And it's not it's not a fun experience for anyone. So yesterday, get on the train. There's a guy sat in my seat, and there's an empty next to him. I was like, I can't be bothered. I really can't. There's a seat there anyway. It's probably just swapped them round. Who am I to force him to move? Once he settled down, he did get there first. So I just sat sat in the seat next to him, the non-window seat, which I was a bit annoyed about. Then, about 10 minutes into the journey, he's like, oh, sorry, mate, can I just get out there to go to the toilet? So I get up and move my clobber so he can get out to go to the toilet. Then I hatch a cunning plan. I'm thinking, I know. When he comes back, I'll just be like, oh, should I shuffle over, mate? And he'll be like, yeah. And then I can reclaim my rightful seat. And it worked. Comes back from the toilet. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. not, didn't even say anything, just, you know, the sort of awkward gesture for get out so I can get my seat back. And I was like, oh, should I just shuffle over? Um, it's pretty easier that way, isn't it? And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, mate. So um, I got my seat back. I was happy. And he was served with some karma for stealing my seat because we actually conversed, not very much, just towards the end of the journey when he suddenly realised that he should have got off the train about an hour and a half ago because he needed to change so i don't know but i guess he got what he deserved lesson number two you can reclaim your seat without it being awkward and confrontational lesson three this week i learned there is a dating website for everything like everything um i wasn't looking into this myself that sounds like i'm lying but i really wasn't um i have a friend i do i do another radio show with him but we don't talk about that and we were like, I know, let's make him a dating profile. And I was looking into sort of weird dating sites that we could sign him up to. There's so many. There's um, there's prisoner dating. If you want to date someone that's in jail, if their sort of rogueness is endearing to you. There's clown dating. If you're into clowns, I don't know. Um, there is dating if you are, um, <clears throat> shall we say, infected. And... There is date. 
marketing if you are gluten free you can get make an account gluten free singles so many different really really niche dating websites it's incredible incredible if i was gluten free i'd know where i would go to find some gluten free singles incredible and so that's what i've learned this week now we have got the educational segment out of the way let's get on with the normal lowbrow rubbish this is the jonas brothers and sucker jonas brothers and sucker it's wizard radio saturday afternoon i'm alec feldman how you doing you good excellent billy eilish plays next you know how sometimes i don't know what it is just something will annoy me and i just want to sort of sort of have a go a bit on the radio or in general i think i'm quite a, a happy loving person but then there are people that just annoy me and i'm like you're an idiot and i just abuse my platform to talk about it this week i would like to have a go at interior design people i.e people that are really obsessed on instagram with houses and interior design i feel like this is this is quite a niche thing i have only ever really encountered one of them so this is actually quite um direct so my apologies to said person. I don't think they were listening. Because I feel like it's the thing that you get into when you're a bit older. You're in like, I don't know, your, your late 20s, your early 30s. This is something that suddenly becomes a whole lot more exciting. But to me, 19 years old, don't really care. Um, there's this person on my Instagram. They've just bought their first house. Um, I don't know how they've managed to do that. I think they wrote one of those like articles for the guardian or something like oh i i gave up sandwiches and a year later i could afford a house oh and also mom and dad helped me quite a lot that kind of thing one of those articles they've written it and just just moved into the first house their instagram story is something else it's so long so long you know when the little progress bar at the top of the screen just looks like loads and loads of dots that's what that's the stage we're at now loads of loads of photos of this moving in process because they moved in this weekend hope you have a lovely time in your new house um should i just talk you through it just to demonstrate how boring it is i'll have a quick flick through this instagram story describe it to you this will be possibly the most boring few minutes of radio i've ever done but i need to illustrate this point and this is the only way i can do it to convey just how boring it is right first up we've got some flat pack furniture opened up in a box with all the different parts and screws arranged neatly on the floor. Next, assembling some flat pack furniture. Looks like a lovely um, stack of shelves. Still assembling flat pack furniture. One of the shelves is up now and it's got loads of welcome to new home cards. More shelves. Um, I don't even know what that one is. More shelves. So many shelves. My God. Oh, that's going through a door. What's happening now? Oh, I can't wait to find out. It's... A hallway with more flat pack furniture boxes okay good this is insane now what are we in we're in like the, the electricity room now maybe yeah looks like it oh yeah there's no wi-fi that's the thing um okay making drawers now we've moved on putting together some drawers lots and lots of stories of drawers a toolbox with lots of screws in a hammer hitting a screw in a half assembled set of drawers, a mirror that's been attached to the wall. Um, are we at the end yet? I feel like, oh no, more boxes have arrived with more furniture. Great. Yeah. Uh, a van driver, a TV is just arrived box. Okay, we're at the end now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Too much. Too much interior design. I don't, I don't have that much of an interest in how you're kitting out your new house. I don't really want a guided tour. Or a video tutorial of how to put together some drawers from Ikea. Come on. Think about interesting content. That is my Instagram criteria. Interesting, funny. If it's neither of those things, doesn't go on the story. This is this is excessive. So I hope when I am in my late 20s, my early 30s, I'm not as obsessed with interior design and flat pack furniture as this person on my Instagram story today. I really hope not. Billy Eilish now. This is Barry Friend of Wizard Radio. Billy Eilish, very a friend on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Welcome to my radio show. Thanks for having us on today. I'll play you what we've got. Ava Max and Khalid soon. You know how I live the, the student life. I live in a house with three other people when I'm in Leeds. I talk about them quite regularly. They all have nicknames. We've got OOB, the only other boy. We've got the, the Boltonian girl. We've got the Geordie. And we all live in a, a nice little house next to some nuns in the north of England. 
that basically sums it up. And um, we've had we've had a sort of a wildlife issue this week. First up, sort of just over a week ago, we discovered some ants on the floor. I hate ants. They're really they're like they're fine when they're outside. They're not supposed to be inside. There weren't that many. It wasn't like a massive swarm, but it was pretty gross. But they've all been put to death now. Um, I feel no remorse for this fact. They belong outside. End of. And that was our first brush with animals inside that should be outside. Had a weirder experience on Friday night. Oh no, it was, when was it? Thursday night. Yeah, because I was here yesterday night. Thursday night. Um, I go into the toilet to brush my teeth quite quite late at night and it has one of those fans that automatically come on there's a motion sensor that activates a little fan just to keep the toilet not smelling too bad all that stuff and the fan doesn't come on when i walk in i'm like okay that's weird then all of a sudden just midway through brushing my teeth it suddenly comes on but really really loudly normally if you imagine a fan sounds kind of like that's my fan impression this time it sounded like and i was like oh my god when it suddenly came on really really shocked me with my aqua fresh in my mouth and i was like hmm that's weird i wonder why it's making that noise and so i go up to it to have a closer look because it's it's actually in the wall not the ceiling and there's a thing inside the fan a sort of a dark blob like thing and i can't quite work it out what it is it looks kind of like a leaf or some other kind of debris so um i go outside and i call in oob who i live with he's got two of his mates around they all come in as well so there's four of us in our downstairs bathroom staring at this fan making a funny noise and willem gets quite close he's like oh i just named him my mistake whatever oob gets quite close he's like that's a slug there's a slug in the fan and we're like what how has that even happened? How has it got in there? It's such a mystery. I have no idea. But it was right. It was a slug. And it's just sort of the poor thing was being battered a bit by this fan. Sort of spinning around. Weird. I, I don't think it's alive anymore. I don't know whether it was then, but it definitely is not now. Poor slug. But how, how did it get there? I'm so confused. I have so many questions about why there was a fan. No, why there was a slug in our toilet a fan i have no idea just a really unexpected place to find a living creature or a formerly um living creature r.i.p the slug a moment of respectful silence please for the slug okay yeah that was long enough have you ever found a living creature in an unexpected place i don't know which way this could go i was thinking about this as like a thing to talk about on the show and I came to a conclusion it would either be really good and get some brilliant stories or be really rubbish and be like um we had a mouse once yeah killed it in a trap it could go either way so prove me wrong let's hope it's actually a good thing to ask animals living creatures in unexpected places where have you found them can you let me know please Just send me a text 07 807 183 538 is where you can find me at Radio twitter facebook.com slash wizard radio on there too or just an email station at wizardradio.co.uk let me know about the unexpected places you found living creatures because i found a slug in our bathroom fan as you do um we'll find out whether this has legs or not after ava max and khalid this is alec feldman the podcast wizard radio that was khalid my bad ava max so am i before that and Ellie Golding, Lizzo coming up before four. Alec Feldman here. Got some messages in a sec about animals in unexpected places. First, James. Hi. Yes. Hi. What have you got for me? So I've got a story. Um, basically, in my garden at home, we've got like the back garden, the normal bit with grass and whatever. Yeah. But then we've got like a second bit. So we've got like um, I've forgotten the word, like a shed at the back of the garden. Ooh. And if you go through the shed there's another set of doors at the back which goes to a concrete area where we've got like a basketball net and a like um football goal and whatever how long is your garden i've not actually been there back there for probably seven years 
But um, your estate's just so large that you know there's bits just, just so to big. get to go to. I never go to the garden, to be honest. I'm quite an indoor person. Anyway, mm. um, but what, like you can imagine when I was in like year seven, year eight, friends would come around after school and like we'd go and play football or rollerblade out to there. Um, <laughs> well, yes. Yes. All the cool kids are rollerblading. Yes. You think I'm joking? Anyway, um, so one day we go back there and there's a pigeon stuck oh i need to describe further in that concrete bit the back of it is like shrubbery and whatever like you know leaves and stuff um and a like a slotted metal fence so mm -hmm. like and then it's somebody else's garden behind that right so yeah. um so like, yeah lots of i swear my room is haunted sorry just everything's shaking at the moment and it's really freaking <laughs> me out anyway so you've got the You've got the, um, yeah, like shrubbery and leaves and whatever, and then this metal uh, slotted fence. One day after school, I go back there with a friend, and there is a pigeon stuck behind the metal fence, like between the leaves and mm. the metal fence, like stuck there with its head, like right at the bottom, like it's somehow flown in, like work it, worked its way down, and is sat at the bottom of this fence between the metal slotted fence and right. the leaves stuck like i think there might have been like a wooden fence like somewhere like behind the leaves or something so it's quite tight there's Ooh. not a lot of room for maneuver there and it cannot fly away somehow got there cannot fly away um maybe it's a crash landing yeah like a very specific one to get through a very small hole it's still a mystery <laughs> to this day anyway so we're like what do we do about this like, we're kind of trying to, like, pull back the metal fence, like, a little bit. Like, we don't really want to touch it. It's a pigeon. Um, yeah, to try to, like, right. let it go. But there's just not enough room. And it's quite a tight fence. Well, one month later, we come back. And the pigeons... Well, oh. the remains of the pigeon are there. Oh, no. Yeah. And um, to this day, it's ashes. I mean, you can't really see it anymore. This was you a long it. time. No. It's just decomposed. That's grim. Yeah, so it died and the memory of the pigeon is back there. I actually, I've not gone back there in years. I'm thinking about it now. It scares me because I imagine it's like, I don't even think the gardener, oh, this sounds so posh. Oh. I don't even think the gardener goes back there. I like I don't know what must be back there. There could be raccoons as far as I know. Or like an entire family just like set up a tent there. Yeah, honestly, that sort of stuff scares me. So, wow. yeah, but anyway, that is an unexpected, unex, blah, an unexpected place to find a pigeon. My, it I don't live like in an estate. It, my house isn't that big. The gut like the garden, is the thing. So, sorry, that came across a certain way. Yeah, when your yeah. estate's that big, you need a gardener because you can't do it by yourself. Well, I don't know how to push a lawnmower, do I? I don't know. Can I have a ride on one? That'd be fun. Yeah, okay. We have not invested in a lawnmower. We've got two gardens to look after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we crack on with some messages? Yes. Mia's been on. When I was younger, we had a pet tortoise, a very small one, and it went missing one day. Somehow it ended up in our fridge. Sorry. What? Um, Mia says, we think it was our basically blind grandma who accidentally picked it up and put it in there but we were looking all over the house and then went to get her food in the fridge and found him sitting next to the margarine he was fine and still alive um but if we hadn't realized he was in there so soon he could have died that's blown my mind <laughs> that's incredible a tortoise in the fridge did your grandma pick it up and be like hmm oh this is a nice salad bowl and just put it in there wow the Tortoises eat margarine. Do they like margarine? I don't know. Did it get peckish? Was it like... What's that film? Is it called like 72 hours or something where the guy eats off his arm because he's hungry? Maybe the tortoise could have eaten the butter for nourishment whilst trapped in your fridge. That's incredible. Great story, Mia. Thank you. Hannah says, we have a pet parakeet. Such exotic pets you all have. Every now and again, we let it out of the cage to fly away. One day, we let it out of the cage, flying about, and then, I don't know, we kind of forgot about it. You forgot your bird. You forgot your pet bird. You're terrible pet owners. I'm, I'm calling the RSPCA. 
um, after this in the next song. Um, anyway, Hannah continues. We were watching TV, our attention got diverted, and then the next second, the parakeet was gone. Wait, it was flying around in your house. I assumed you let it out outside, but... Okay, what? You have a you have a pet bird, which flies around your house. I'm... I'm amazed. Okay, fine. She says, we're looking everywhere for it. We could vaguely hear it. It was in the airing cupboard upstairs, just flying around in there when we found it. Wow. Don't leave your birds unattended. Maybe it just fancied a sauna. Airing cupboards, I've always thought, were a bit like saunas. So maybe she wanted a nice little, like, steam room treatment. Cleansing. Get all the dirt out of your paws. They're very refreshing, I'm told. I hate them. But maybe the, the parakeet loves them. Tom says, We always lose my dog in our toilet. We'll be looking for the dog. It vanishes. Then we find it in the toilet. Not physically in the toilet. You know, in the room where the toilet is, he says. Okay, that's a relief. We don't know why she loves the toilet so much, but we just always find her in there. Wow, do you think... What's the eyesight of this dog like? Does she think it's like an attractive male dog or an attractive female dog? Maybe that's it. It just thinks the toilet is a dog that it could be friends with. I don't know. It's an easy mistake to make if you're a dog. They're not that smart. These are fantastic. I've been loving these. Thank you so much. You'll have quite exciting pets as well. I'm glad that one that one went better than I thought it might have done. So cheers. I have a new game that I had to play last night quite late. I'll tell you about that in a second. First, new Eddie Golding. It's called Flux at Wizard Radio. Flux from Eddie Golding at Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Hi. Hope you're good. Just thought of another one, actually, of these animals in unexpected places stories. Since we're on the subject, just before we move on, because, you know, when else am I going to get the chance to share this one on the radio? When I was doing my A-levels, there was a pigeon that kind of lived in our exam hall. So you just fly about whilst you're doing your paper, just sort of dropping bombs everywhere. It was great. Quality and making noise. Brilliant. Never seen anything like it. That is definitely not supposed to be there. Okay, moving on now. Thanks for your messages on that one, by the way. Um, I got in quite late last night. I'd like to pretend it was a really mad, exciting one. It wasn't at all. It was just a dinner that lasted a very long time because of some top-notch conversation. Um, and so I got in very late, like probably we left we left there at like one. So it was probably about quarter to two time I got home. And obviously everyone was asleep. Add to this the fact that I came home to London from Leeds yesterday. I didn't go home before I went to this dinner thing. Literally, jumped off the train, went straight there, managed to unload some bags on some people because they're very nice people and very helpful. But yeah, so I hadn't been home. First time I got home in like three months was at just before 2 a.m. this morning. And I'm getting ready for bed. And I suddenly realize when I'm in the bathroom, I'm presented with a, a glass or a cup, a cup full of four toothbrushes. I have no idea which one is mine because I haven't been here for like three months. A toothbrush for me is not something I spend a lot of time thinking about or choosing. Just like, you know, a toothbrush is a toothbrush. They're disposable, they change all the time. So I just couldn't remember which toothbrush was mine. And it was like 2 a.m. Everyone was asleep. I didn't want to wake everyone up. So I was left with one choice and one choice only. I had to play a game of toothbrush roulette. It was very, very difficult, very challenging. I was able to use a bit of intuition. Of the four that were in front of me, one of them was sort of a bit clear you could see through it. I was like okay that's definitely not my toothbrush it's too fancy I would remember if I had a toothbrush like that that's that cool and I didn't. so that was one out of the ruling there was still three of them left um I think one of them was green and I knew it wouldn't be green because again that's quite distinctive it was between the two really boring looking ones there was quite a boring conventional purple looking one and a very similar one that was grey and I couldn't work out which was mine. I think I've had both in the past. So I was staring at them. I sort of, I did feel the bristles a little bit just to see which was wet and which wasn't because obviously the driest one would be one that hasn't been used for three months. 
and I very bravely came to a decision that I was going to use the grey one and I'm sort of preparing myself thinking oh this could be someone else's toothbrush here that I'm using right now this is this is gross but you know did the business brushed my teeth nothing horrible happened and find out this morning that the big moment of truth the toothbrush that I used last night was my toothbrush get in I got the right one it was a close run thing it could have gone either way it was really tight but thankfully I picked the right toothbrush on this occasion the gamble paid off I was I was safe I had used my own toothbrush and not some manky one that someone else had been using Whew, it was a close one but you do not understand the difficulty in that decision making such a tough thing to have to do toothbrush roulette is a dangerous dangerous game my friends it's not one you want to find yourself playing at two in the morning so maybe next time i don't know pay more attention to your toothbrush is that something we can take from this maybe but very very scary times all right let's get another tune on lizzo juice for you now and we'll do connect four in a bit lizzo and juice it's wizard radio alec Feldman with you right now hey um coming up in a bit i need to give you some brexit therapy we need to chill out a bit just forget about all the brexit mess and stress and trauma i can offer you a service to help with that at 10 past four today we're gonna chill out a little bit <clears throat> yeah so that's coming right now though connect four is back for another week this is my little saturday afternoon game all you have to do is connect four words that i give you in the most random, long-winded, stupid, unbelievable way possible. Make a little story. The story has to include the four words. That's all you have to do. It's quite simple, but more difficult than it thinks. you'd think. There is a technique to it. I don't know what that technique is, but there probably is one somewhere. And I pick which one I like best at the end. I read them out. And I have a favourite, which is usually just sort of my gut instinct. There's nothing really you can do. Just... Write something you think I would like, and that's how you can get ahead. It's like Cards Against Humanity. You've got to play the person picking. Don't play the game. Play the man. And so you've got to play me with your stories. And we get the words by getting a copy of the dictionary, the Oxford Mini School Dictionary. I get James Gilmore to flick. I tend to stop. And whatever words at the top of that page, that is the word that you have to use. We do that four times. That's how we get the four words that you have to connect. Boom. Connect four. Hey, James. Hi. Um, do you not think I didn't see your Suits reference there? Play the, the man, not the game or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. You've started watching that. Uh, yes, I started uh, last week and tonight, if I go, if I don't go out, uh, tomorrow, if I do go out, I'll be starting season three. That's very exciting. It's I'm flying through Warning. It. Warning. Season three is when it noticeably drops in quality. Okay, thank you for the warning. I so, was. So you've really seen all the best episodes. Oh, why did you say that? It's still going on, isn't it? Sorry. There's still new episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just without Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, um, I've got the Oxford Mini School Dictionary. And uh, in this dictionary, as you know already, there are 40,000 words and phrases. Um, well it is a best-selling mini dictionary for schools, um, and I'm ready to flick when you're ready for me to flick. Okay, I'm ready to flick right here, right now. All right, I'm flicking. Let's get going. Whatever words at the top of the page, when he stops flicking, that is the first word for this week's Connect Four. Stop, please. Okay, the first word is lock. Lock. Like, lock me up and throw away the key. Yes. Next word, please. Okay. And I'm flicking. He's flicking the mini dictionary. I don't know how hard the flick is, whether it's a quick flick, a slow flick, but let's stop the flick right now. Okay. It was definitely a slower uh, flick than last time. Mm -hmm. The word is hunt <laughs> excellent hunt that's h-u-n-t hunt, H -U -N -T. hunt. That's... yes 
really hunt. emphasize the <laughs> the hunt. hunt. Yes. The hunt. Yes. Let's stop saying that now. Hunt. That's okay. word number two. All right. <laughs> On connect four. Let's go again. I'm going to flick backwards. Okay. Uh, stop, please. Okay. Well, this is quite difficult, actually. Um, let's do this. Tangerine. Fantastic. Tangerine, like an orange, but smaller. Yes. Excellent. That's what your tangerine words, is. Your words so far are hunt, lock, lock, and tangerine. Notice I changed the order of hunt and lock. Let's get the last word, please. Okay. Flicking. Okay. One more word we need for this to connect for. Stop. Oh, God. Okay. Create. Create. Like, you have to create your your stories with all these four words in. The four words are hunt, lock, tangerine, and create. That's hunt with an H, lock. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's not I don't know. I know you did. Tangerine and create 07807 183538. If you want to play, just put them in a story. They have to be in there somewhere. Thus, lock, the four are connected. Hunt, tangerine, create. Thank you. Um, send us in. Uh, station at wizardradio.co.uk as well on email. You just have to get those four words in. They are one more time for you. Hunt, Hunt. lock, tangerine, and create. That was harsh. I was only reading out the words. Hey. Anyway, Kygo's coming up. And Ariana Grande after we get your latest. Now it's four. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. It's Kygo and Selena Gomez. It ain't me. Before that, Ariana Grande. Break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored on Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman. Hello, welcome to my radio show. Thanks for having us on. Coming before about 4.30ish, I'll play some Fletcher and some Dave next. Now, have you been following the news this week? I sort of have. I'm, I'm sick of it. I imagine even if you haven't been like following it in that much depth, um, if you're in the UK, all you will have really heard of, every news bulletin, all the newspapers, all the news notifications on your phone, all Brexit, all the time. It's all we ever hear about. It was supposed to happen yesterday. They've extended it to like 12th of April. It's all a bit of a mess. It's very stressful. No one knows what's going to happen. And I feel like we need to we need to take a moment just to step back and appreciate there's more important things in life than just Brexit. We need to chill out. I want to give you some free of charge Brexit therapy. This is like a little taster session. If you like what you get, then we can look into starting some classes, maybe a weekly fee or a membership subscription or something. But for now, this one is on the house. We have some Brexit therapy. So um, let's all <clears throat> let's all let's all relax a bit. I'll adjust the tone of my voice to make it less abrasive and more relaxing. Does that feel more relaxing to you? I hope so. And uh, we should have some relaxing music in the background just to help you chill out a little bit. Because we need to take our minds away from Brexit, away from the news, away from politics and just focus on achieving the maximum levels of relaxation that are possible. So close your eyes, maybe take your socks off, let the fresh air get between your toes, maybe put your hair back if it's long so it can flow freely in the wind. Maybe cross your legs so you can adopt a meditation position. And now what we need to do, just, just breathe. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And um, really focus on relaxing all of the muscles in your body. Imagine you're a jellyfish. You're just floating around in the sea. You have no brains. You can't think about anything or feel anything. You just float around, occasionally 
stinging people and causing lots of damage. You are a jellyfish. Embrace the jellyfish within. Like I said, make sure all the muscles in your body are relaxed, but not too relaxed. We don't want any accidents. That would be quite difficult to clean up, so maybe just relax every muscle in your body except except that one. Clench that one, just to avoid any nasty, nasty mess. Get rid of all the intrusive thoughts in your head. Did you leave the gas on? Doesn't matter. Did you remember to shut the window? Who cares? Yeah, maybe the tap is still running, but there's nothing you can do about that now. Just like there's nothing you can do about leaving the EU, so relax, forget all about it, and we can chill out. And um, I think now let's, let's start to wake up again and end the relaxation. Maybe keep, keep your, your bar clenched. But now, maybe tense up all your other muscles, open your eyes, look outside, breathe in again. It's a beautiful day. Enjoy that as you gradually wake up once more and leave the special relaxed state I left you in. <clears throat> and you're, you're back in the room. Okay, the voice, the voice is getting a bit deeper now. You see, okay, yeah, back to the normal voice. You feeling relaxed now? Good. We can, we can get on with it. This is Dave. Hope that was relaxing for you. That's Dave and Black. It's Wizard Radio. I'm not sure my relaxation little technique session had the completely intended effect. Just as a message from someone, can't fully describe what it says. Basically, they didn't find it very la- relaxing. It made them very tense, but it was more more rude than that. So, um, 07807183538, send your abuse this way. Usual number. Right. I'm doing something tonight after the show that I will tell you about fairly shortly. But before that, I want to play you this thing. You'll explain why. You'll understand why when I tell you what I'm doing. But for now, um, back in the summer when Wizard Radio was on a little summer hiatus, as we do, should go on holiday for like a month, no biggie. Two weeks, it's two weeks, isn't it? Um, there was some special bonus online stuff that you could enjoy. And I made a few episodes of my guide to British popular culture from the noughties. I feel like that could be my specialist subject if I was on Mastermind. And I made a few of these. And there's one episode that I want to play now. Um, you'll understand why soon. Detailing the long-running rivalry between two noughties boy band legends, Busted and McFly. So I'll hand over now to, well, myself, to explain more. Alex guides to British popular culture from the noughties. Episode 2. Busted versus McFly. The breakup of S Club 7 left a void in the hearts of millions. Actually... Maybe not millions, but certainly thousands. But it was okay, because before long, there was not one, but two new bands on the scene to fill that gap. It was the greatest rivalry of the early noughties. I'm talking Busted vs. McFly. So I've got some quick stats for you. Busted formed in 2000 whilst McFly were latecomers and only arrived onto the scene in 2003. Busted had three members, James, Matt and Charlie, whilst McFly had four, Tom, Danny, Dougie and Harry. Busted had four UK number ones whilst McFly had seven, and Busted had eight top ten singles whilst McFly had a whopping 19. Finally, Busted decided to call it a day in 2005 whilst McFly kept going until 2016. Now, obviously, I'm totally unbiased, so I couldn't possibly say that McFly absolutely kill-busted. No, definitely not. Some of Busted's best-known songs include What I Go To School For, a slightly creepy song about fancying their teacher. Crash The Wedding, a song about, (laughs) you guessed it, crashing someone's wedding. And Year 3000, 
a song in which they hugely underestimate the number of greats required for their granddaughter. And please note that Year 3000 is not, I repeat, not by the Jonas Brothers. Thank you. Meanwhile, McFly's greatest hits include Five Colours in Her Hair, about how awful Naughty's fashion was. All About You, which was, funnily enough, All About You. And Stargirl, a much better predecessor to the song Star Boy by The Weeknd. Despite the bitter rivalry, which McFly won hands down, some would say, if they were biased towards McFly, which I'm not, in 2013, it was all put in the past as Busted and McFly joined forces to form. Bust Fly. Oh, uh, sorry, I mean McBusted. Both bands joined forces in their entirety, except Charlie Simpson from Busted, who once said, and I quote, I have no interest whatsoever in rejoining Busted, and I never will. He later rejoined Busted in 2015. McBusted did a sold out UK arena tour and supported One Direction on tour, playing the hits of both Busted and McFly, and they released an original album of new songs. When Busted reformed as a trio in 2015, that was the end of McBusted for the time being. Meanwhile, McFly are currently on a hiatus. The main winner of the battle between Busted and McFly is music and culture. And McFly. It's Wizard Radio, I'm Alec Feldman, hey. So, before that, I played you my guide to popular culture from the noughties it was a specific episode about the battle between mcfly and busted two huge boy bands of the noughties you might be wondering why i played you that um seems a bit weird sort of out of context there is a reason the reason is i am doing something for the first time ever in my life tonight something i've never ever done before and I want some, some advice, but also it's the kind of thing where if I didn't play you that, you might be a bit confused about what I'm actually talking about because um, I'm going to a gig for the first time ever tonight. I've never been to any kind of like live music before in my life. So this is the first time. It's very exciting, um, a new experience. Who knows what's gonna happen? Not me, us for sure. And my first ever gig that I'm going to tonight is a busted gig. I don't really know how to feel about that. I feel like if it was 10 years ago, oh my God, no, more. If it was 20 years ago, then maybe that would be like a cool first gig to go to. But now I'm 19 years old, busted. They've already sort of been and gone and then came back. Is that a cool first gig? I don't really know. I have no idea but I felt like I had to play that little thing to you just to give you context in case you're too young and have never heard of Busted. Because even even with me, it's pushing it a little bit. I was more of a McFly kind of guy, as I concluded at the end of that thing. So I'm, I'm getting the wrong gig, to be honest. Should be going to McFly. But here we are, going to see Busted tonight. Not by myself. Um, if it were up to me, I mean, I wouldn't... I, no. I'm not saying I don't want to go, but I just it wouldn't have been really been on my radar if it were up to me. But I have a younger sister. She wants to go, and I'm just a glorified babysitter, essentially. So I'm taking her and a friend to see Busted, um, SSE, uh, what's it called? SSC Arena, Wembley, tonight. Um, basically, I have to leave like as soon as the show ends. Doors are at six. I finish at five. So, going to be a tight one. But, yeah, my first ever gig. I've never been to one before. I don't know what to expect. Literally, I have no idea. Anything could happen. I've never been to one before. Um, I don't think it'll be a particularly rowdy one, not least because we're, we're sitting down. I feel like being seated at gigs is quite a rare thing, but you, know, you got to do what you got to do. Those were the tickets that were available and cheap. So we're sitting down. 
so it won't be too rowdy when we go to see Busted. I have no idea who's going to be there, audience profile-wise, because there's people like me that sort of were vaguely aware of Busted, but were maybe a bit too young the first time around to fully appreciate them. So either everybody there is going to be sort of around my age and maybe slightly older, maybe up to 10 years older than me. So it'll be all the like 30-year-old yummy mummies. Or it'll be people that are a lot younger than me and have discovered Busted through Spotify and stuff like my sister has. I don't know what's going to be like. Maybe it'll be a bit of a mishmash. There'll be some old people. There'll be some young people all enjoying year 3000 together. Who knows? But I'm a bit I'm a bit nervous, a bit excited. Can you help me out here? What what do I expect? What should I expect? What's going to happen? Have you got any tips for me? What should I do? What should I not do? What should I look out for? What should I avoid? Should I have learned all the words to every song by Busted? Can I just get away with looking them up on my phone or in an ideal world, just not not singing along? Am I expected to sing along? I don't know. Someone someone help me out with this. Um, but also, just to see where I rate roughly on the coolness scale, who was your first gig? That is also what I want to know. I'm asking a lot. There's like two parts to this question. Question number one, who was your first gig? Question number two, can I have some advice about what I should do and not do and expect? What is going to happen tonight? Can you please tell me so I'm not as lost? If you want to, 07807183538, send me a text or send me a tweet at wizradio or an email station at wizardradio.co.uk. What should I expect when I go to my first ever gig at the age of 19 to see Busted? And who was your first gig as well? Let me know. Seeing as I am going to go see Busted tonight, I thought we'd do a special 60 second guide to Busted and we'll play some in a second as well. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Busted are a fresh and exciting new indie band straight out of, insert home county's town name here. The three-piece are old school friends who formed a band when they were 16 after winning the St. Something's School Talent Show, secured a gig in a pub in their hometown of, insert home county's town name here, and they then did a tour of pubs all over, insert home county name, until they were picked up by, insert edgy music blog, and recent EP, blah blah blah, so, same career path as every other indie band ever in existence, all the usual stuff. The band consists of Steve, John and Paul, Speaking exclusively to Wizard Radio, Steve from Busted said, We're really excited for everyone to hear our music. We've been working hard out of our bedrooms to produce it. They came 23rd in NME Magazine's Essential 100 Artists for 2018 and have achieved moderate success since, including a number 10 album. They're currently on a tour of medium-sized venues across the UK, with tickets still available for the very reasonable price of a fiver. And that is Busted in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. That was Nina Nesbitt and Love Letter. Before that, Busted. Not the Jonas Brothers. Busted and Year 3000. Played that because I am going to see Busted in one hour and 19 minutes time. I'm going to my first ever gig. It's Busted. I'm babysitting my sister and her friend. And... I don't really know how to feel about it. I think my current feelings are sort of nervous curiosity. I wouldn't say I'm excited for it necessarily, nor am I dreading it. I just, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm waiting to see what it's going to be like. I've asked for some tips of things to look out for and just generally what your first gig was. Got a message here from Alana. She says, I think you're probably going to be surprised with how loud it is, Alec. That's not me calling you an old man. Although she says, in a lot of ways, you are. Ha, <laughs> true. You know me too well. But when I went to my first gig, I was like, whoa. I wrote that how it's written. I was like, whoa. Um, this is so loud. It's really good, though. And you get used to it. But your ears will be ringing when you leave the arena. Oh, goody. That's something to look forward to. Um, so Ilana's thinking I'll probably leave going, oh, can they not can they not turn it down a bit? Oh, bloody. Too loud, too noisy. Some of us are trying to sleep. I think that's how she pictures me conducting myself. I mean, I don't think I'll be quite like that. 
and it, again, it depends on what the audience profile is like. Because if it's loads of slightly older people than me, then they'll be the old men and women, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm cool and young. I can deal with loud noise." Although that said, I'm not even joking. There was talk of sending me with earplugs. I wish I was joking. I'm actually not. Yeah, just to keep my ears nice and safe. I was. I think I am having some earplugs forced on me. So maybe I won't even get to hear busted. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. So maybe taking earplugs to a gig is inherently an old man thing to do. So you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Very much old man vibes. Me, my sister, her friend, and my earplugs. Fantastic. Neve says, my first gig was Little Mix. I'm kind of ashamed of that now because Little mix gig is more like a theatre show to be honest with loads of costume changes and set changes and things like that but since then I've been to Kaiser Chiefs and Panic at the Disco and those are proper gigs where you get really sweaty by the end of it and everyone is rocking out um, and also my group who does matinee performances of their concert is a theatre show sorry sorry. also any group that does matinee performances of their concert is a theatre show not a concert and that's what Little Mix do oh I see so is everyone sort of sat there with popcorn and maybe a monocle or some binoculars just a day at the theatre to watch Little Mix yes so I can't quite work out on the gig coolness scale where Busted would lie somewhere between Little Mix and then Panic at the Disco and Kaiser Chiefs on the other end of the spectrum I'm somewhere in the middle we've sort of got the Rocky vibes which makes it more like Kaiser Chiefs and Panic at the Disco but then at the end of the day they are a boy band, so they're just like male Little Mix and 20 years earlier. When when Neve says you get sweaty by the end, is everyone's rocking out. I mean, will there be mosh pits? I'm aware of the concept of a mosh pit. I've been told about them. It's been described to me. They sound terrifying. Will there be a mosh pit at a busted gig? I feel like there probably won't be, but you, you don't know. And especially not in the seated area. So I think I'm safe from that. Okay, fine. Um, what else have we got? Benny says, for a busted gig, you should expect lots of screaming people, lots of shouting and some really bad dancing. People don't really dance at gigs. They either jump or wave their arms in the air. Um, it's really weird the way people dance at gigs because it's not proper dancing. They just scream, sing along, get most of the lyrics wrong and take pictures. So much of the gig people are just taking pictures and filming things on their phones, to be honest. Okay, so... It's just, I'll be looking at someone's phone from behind. Is that what's going to happen? Um, screaming, shouting people. I don't want to damage my voice. I need my voice. My voice is important. I can't damage that, so maybe there won't be too much screaming. I don't really dance either. I could jump. Jumping is within my ability, but again, not necessarily in the seated area. <laughs> and I don't like waving my arms in the air because I get paranoid. Someone will tickle me from behind i realize that probably won't happen but that's just my thought process when you have exposed armpits you just think someone's going to come up and be like dee -dee, and you're like ah so i don't really know whether i could do any of that maybe I should, I should loosen up no one's going to tickle me i'll i'll wave maybe a single arm in the air for busted woo i oh man <laughs> i feel like i might feel a bit out of place here this could be interesting this could be very interesting Getting the lyrics wrong, I can do because I don't know them. I can do it like it, you know. So I've been to the year 5000. I've actually changed, but they live in Ikea. And their great, great, great grandson is pretty nice. I can do that. Easy. Perfect. I've got this. I've got this down. I am sorted for Busted tonight now. Thank you for your tips. I'll tell you all about it next week. Um... My, what I might do is do some like Snapchat videos, seeing as everyone's on their phone apparently, according to Benny. And then I can play you the audio of that next week of just me being either really into it or really horrified. So we can all find out. Listen, next week from three, when you will hear what happened when I went to Busted with my little sister and a friend. This could be very interesting indeed. Okay. Connect 4 is on the way very shortly. First up, Jax Jones, Martin Solving. This is new. And Madison Beer's on this one as well. It's called All Day and Night. So I've just been told, right, during that song, they probably won't come on till like half eight, half nine. There I was, 
ticket said doors at six, so I think the plan is to get there for sort of six-ish. Then what? Just wait around. Apparently there's like two support acts at like, I don't know, seven and eight. And then, so what am I going to do for three hours? And then they'll be on for like two hours. I thought this was going to be like a nice chilled early night. Apparently, apparently not. This could be very interesting and I'm quite tired, so this could be very fun. And who knows what's going to happen. Can I take a book? Is that allowed, seeing as there's going to be a lot of like waiting around? I just sort of stand there, reading my copy of My Life, Our Times by Gordon Brown. It's a big, thick autobiography, hardback. I will be the coolest person at that gig. You, you mark my words. Wow. So yeah, you can hear about all my experiences next Saturday, three till five. See what I make of it all. Now though, it's time for Connect Four. Before four o'clock, you get you got four words that we picked from the dictionary. Especially, they were hunt, lock, tangerine, and create. So this could be an interesting one because it's got the word tangerine. Obviously, that's what I'm talking about. First one this week comes from Josh. Remember, he's had to get all four of those words into a little story, sentence, narrative thing. Josh says. I'm really out of the loop when it comes to politics and the news in general. I'm just not that interested. All I know is that there is this tangerine-coloured man who is the President of the United States. Very good. And there was recently an investigation into whether he was working with Russia. He didn't like this investigation, though, and thought it was a witch hunt. Other people he's worked with recently have been locked up. Very good. Um, which is ironic, because he used to tell his opposition that he wanted to lock her up. His fans are crazy as well and create posters at their rallies showing their support. It's like he's a pop star. Anyway, that's all I know about politics. I mean, that basically sums it up, doesn't it? And very well done. This is perfection in a Connect Four entry, I think. They're all in there. They all fit. They all work perfectly. So much so that I, you don't even notice. He got Hunt in there as part of Witch Hunt. Create. I don't even know where that was. I'm sure it was in there, but I just didn't even notice it they create posters at rally incredible i'm very impressed that is a really good first one thank you josh for your fabulous connect four entry next up we have charlotte when i was younger we had to create pasta people at school let's create it was part of a class where we were learning about food i used tangerine skin for my pasta person's hair he was ginger and glued it all down now i think about it it's kind of gross anyway I bring this up because the other day I was looking through all my old school files which were locked in our attic. I'm on the hunt for my first pair of shoes. I feel like this is the sort of thing people keep, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, hang on. What have, what have we got? Let's work our way back through that. We have create, as in create pasta. Um, so we have, we have tangerine off of tangerine skin. Hmm... Do we have lock? Locked in erratic. Yeah, that sort of counts. And hunt on the hunt for the shoes. Okay, yeah. They're all in there. Cannot dispute that. That is a nice one. Thank you very much, Charlotte. Um, interesting use of sort of the, the link between the schoolwork, the school files, and then your shoes. I feel like, yeah... That was a slightly tenuous one, but otherwise, not too bad. Not too bad at all. So, I rate that one. Um, Jordan as well, saying, My favourite show on TV is Hunted, where people have to run away whilst investigators hunt for them. But there we are. We're off. First word in already. I think I'd be really good. I'd create create so many strange scenarios on the investigate, so the investigators could never find me. For example, locking myself in a restaurant fridge, working in a farmer's market selling a tangerine because they'd never expect to find me there. It would be so fascinating. I think I'd win very easily by just blending in. I mean, yeah, that um, a bit tenuous, but a nice try. You did get it all in, but you changed lock to lock, to, sorry, to locking, which is acceptable but frowned upon. You know how this works. And the farmer's market selling a tangerine bit tenuous but i suppose that's the end of the game isn't it just be a bit tenuous and rambly and weird and silly but have to come to a decision have to pick my favorite we only have time to go through three this week because i've been talking about 
reading books at busted gigs. So I think this week the winner of Connect Four has got to be Josh. He was the one that's really out of the loop with politics and he talked about Trump, the tangerine man who wanted to lock her up. I mean, that's just perfect. It was so well done. You have to win. Well done. Congrats. Thanks to the rest of you as well. There's no prizes for anyone, but I hope you had a nice time playing. Okay, I'm out of here. I'm off to a Buster gig. Got to hop on the tube, get down to Wembley for six so I can wait around for three hours reading my book. I'm not actually going to take a book. I'm not that much of a loser. I'll let you know how I get on next week. So make sure you're here. Same time, same place. Three till five, wizardradio.co.uk. Master Course is coming up next. And I'll finish on Lewis Capaldi. This is someone you loves. Have a good week. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun.